How do you get whatever you want? Take a minute to think about a recent situation in which you wanted something from another person. Maybe you wanted your partner to clean the dishes, or maybe you wanted a promotion from your boss, or maybe you wanted a person at a party to go on a date with you. Well, how did you get it? In an ideal world, we could all just ask for things that we want from people, and then they would comply. But the world is not perfect, and we can't get everything that we want on the first try. So, how do we get what we want? Well, there are a lot of honest, ethical answers to this question, but there are also unethical answers. If you attempt to get what you want through deception, lies, or indirect tactics, you are using a form of manipulation. And in this video, I'm going to be going over the 11 tactics of manipulation. Now, I'm not giving you these tools so that you can go out and manipulate others. Think of this video as a warning video. People are trying to manipulate you all day long, and if you can spot the signs of manipulation, you can see through them and have more control over your own decisions and your relationship with others. So, let's get started with the 11 tactics of manipulation. Number 1. Charm We all know someone who uses a wink and a compliment to get what they want. People want to feel attractive and wanted. Manipulators play into these feelings by being charming. They believe that when a person starts to get a little flirty, they'll start to be attracted to the manipulator and will be more likely to submit to the manipulator's demands. Number 2 is coercion this tactic isn't all fun and flirty. When someone is coercing another to do something, they may use fear of harm or threats. They might say, if you don't help me rob this bank, I'll kick your dog. The person being coerced may feel as though the consequences of not doing the action are worse than doing the consequences of the action. Number three is silent treatment. Silence is a surprisingly effective manipulation and negotiation tool. Silence makes us all anxious. If someone is silent or they refuse to speak, we may feel the urge to give in to their desires or give them some they want just to break the silence. Number four is reason. Not all manipulation tactics are unethical, but they may be used unethically. Reason is a great example of this type of manipulation tactic. People use reason or logical arguments to get what they want. They may tell a person, or maybe even themselves, something like, if you help me rob this bank, you'll be able to feed your family. There's nothing really inaccurate about that though, right? When it's hard to argue against someone who uses reason as a manipulation tactic, you may be more likely to break down and give the manipulator what they actually want. Number five is regression. When two people reason with each other like adults, it can be easy for both parties to hold their ground. But when one person reverts to acting like a child, things might go haywire. This is a regression tactic. A person may whine, cry, or pout to get their way. People may give in simply because they want the childish behavior to stop. Number six is self-abasement. Not all manipulation tactics involve insulting or forcing the other person to do something. If a manipulator uses self-abasement to get what they want, they will humble themselves. Self-abasement may be used when a manipulator wants someone to forgive them, believe them, or maybe make efforts to strengthen a relationship. Self-abasement, if you don't already know, is basically whenever you humiliate yourself. People do this all the time with something called self-deprecating jokes. However, it is a form of manipulation. Number seven is responsibility invocation. Let's say you're considering getting your nails done. It's easy to just decide, no, I'm not gonna get my nails done. However, if you've already booked an appointment, it's not so easy to just skip out and not get your nails done. Responsibility invocation uses these types of obligations to convince someone to follow through with plans that they've made. A manipulator might say things like, but you've promised, or I've already booked the reservations. That way they can make saying no a lot harder. Number eight is called hardball. Hardball tactics take coercion to the next Next level. While someone may use coercion to install the fear of harm, hardball tactics actually cause harm or bodily injury. If there's someone like this in your life, get away as soon as possible. Number nine is pleasure induction. For many, pleasure induction is a harmless manipulation tactic. When someone invokes the pleasure induction tactic, they're simply telling the person that the action that they were trying to get them to do will be fun and that the person will enjoy it. 
Come on, it'll be fun. What's the harm? However, it's still a form of manipulation. Number 10 is social comparison. The social comparison theory describes how we compare ourselves to others. Many people measure their success, their attractiveness, and the presence of personality traits through the comparison of others. Manipulators know this tendency really well. They will use social comparison to convince you to take action. Your friend at work does this for her partner. The celebrity in this magazine is on this diet, and you should be too. But he wears glasses, and he's really attractive. Number 11 is monitoring monetary reward. Manipulators may play into a person's greed by offering them money to commit acts that they normally wouldn't commit. If you were offered a million dollars, would you commit a crime? So now that we've gone through the 11 tactics of manipulation, who are master manipulators? So let's break down some stereotypes here. Women are often framed as master manipulators. Well, this just isn't true. There are no sex differences in the tactics of manipulation. Research shows that men and women equally perform these tactics. You can just watch any pickup artist work his magic on YouTube, and the myths of women being manipulators will disappear before your eyes. Something else I want to talk about in this video is how do the tactics of manipulation show up in the big five traits? Manipulation tactics show up pretty frequently in the book The Prince. Machiavelli is one of the world's most famous manipulators. He's so infamous that one of the dark triad personality traits is actually named after him. People who are more Machiavellian are more likely to use and also justify their use of manipulation tactics. They believe that they are above ethics and they deserve to get what they want, even if it's through manipulation. The connection is rather obvious, but there are also some connections between the tactics of manipulation and the other big five personality traits, so let's take a look at them. Extroversion. People who score high in extroversion are more likely to use coercion and responsibility invocation. This is most likely because you are comfortable being around other people. What about agreeableness? People who score high in agreeableness are more likely to use pleasure induction and reason to get what they want. These two manipulation tactics are some of the most ethical. They convince people that they will get something positive out of taking certain actions. And conversely, people who are disagreeable are more likely to seek revenge on people through coercion and the silent treatment. Now let's move on to conscientiousness. Similar to agreeableness, people who score high on conscientiousness are more likely to choose reason over other manipulation tactics. And I think this is because OCD people are more likely to follow rules and think logically. And because of this, reason is very attractive to them. Now, now, on the other hand, people who score low in conscientiousness are more likely to pick tactics that are potentially criminal, like coercion or unlawful types of monetary reward. In fact, the opposite of conscientiousness is sometimes called impulsiveness. Number four is openness. People who score high for openness are more likely to use reason and sometimes pleasure induction and responsibility invocation. Successful reasoning often requires a higher understanding of logic or even a higher intelligence, and usually high openness and high intellect are commonly linked. Conversely, people who score low in openness are more likely to use social comparison. So as you evaluate relationships in your life, keep an eye out for master manipulators and the signs of the following manipulation tactics. The more you know about manipulation, the easier it will be to see these tactics at work and gain more control over the decisions you make. And if you want to, maybe you can manipulate someone into doing something good. For example, watching the rest of the videos on this personality series. I hope you guys enjoy this video, and if you want to know what your big five personality traits are, I actually have a free quiz that you can take in the description below. Thank you so much for watching this video, and I hope you learned something.